Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Good morning, good morning. Oh, wait, it's not morning everywhere. That is. Well, here it is. Not here it is, but you know, here is not everywhere because I want to welcome not only our wonderful, wonderful Seattleites, but our Floridians, our friends out in Florida for joining the show today because you're hearing this show broadcast and syndicated from the studios at uh, Kicking WAM 1150 and WWPR 1490 Tampa. And you're back. I'm back. You're back from your little trip. I don't Welcome hear, hear my back. little voice, my little nasal thing. Oh, that'll be gone in It'll here be in gone. Day. And actually, if you're listening to the show over the stream, the internet stream, it, it all sounds like nasal anyway. <laughs> we all have colds. It's a current, it's all year round cold that we're experiencing. Congestion problems exactly. on the internet. Well, I'm thrilled to be back. I'm thrilled to be back. And that, is that true? Is that really a true statement? Yes. Don't, don't look at me. It is <laughs> Only you can answer that. Although I'm not sure exactly, you know, uh, it, you know, waking up to like 56 degrees with a, was a little shock to my system today. <sighs> you know where you're living. I know where I'm living. <laughs> and I love, love the Pacific Northwest. You know what? We've got a fabulous show for you today. Um, you're going to see a, a picture pretty soon uh, on my website. And it's a picture of me standing. No, no. It's a picture of me kneeling, actually. In front of a giant poster, a uh, giant poster um, of Al Gore's movie, The In- An Inconvenient Truth. And I've got this sign that I, I scribbled on a piece of paper called The Time Is Now. And, um, and you're going to see other pictures uh, related to the action that we need to take. Today's show is what I call a major eye-opener. Because many of us have asked the question... What the heck ever happened to the electric car? What happened to the... And, you know, it's taken 20 years to figure out, A, from, for a lot of you listening, you probably weren't around, but B, that something actually did happen to the electric car. And so we are really thrilled to be uh, talking with, later on in the show, Stephen Lowe, and also we'll be talking with uh, Chelsea Sexton, because we are featuring today, we're going to be featuring the film, Who Killed the Electric Car? And you, if you've listened to my show before, you know how I feel about the environment. You know how I feel about this planet. And the time is now. And so part of what we do on this show is we shine the light so that each and every person has information that they need. Also, I want to make sure that everybody knows that the movie, Who Killed the Electric Car, is playing right here in our own backyard. But we've got a few things before that that I want to do, Mr. Benny. We do. Wait a minute. i got to turn on my microphone. What are we doing? What are we doing? We do the card. Oh, we can do the card. That's right. We haven't done the card in a very, very long time. Hang on. I'm looking for it. There it is. Oh, and where is it? Oh, sorry. It took me so long to bring that gong out once again. Woohoo! <laughs> Why don't you read today's card? All right. I'll give it a whirl. I miss Pro- you. I miss you, too. I missed your voice. Prosperity law number 26. Uh-huh. Coming right at you. I give back to the universe and contribute to the infinite flow. How do you like them apples? I give back to the universe and contribute to the infinite flow. Tithing is a way to return to the universe a percentage of your income for recirculation. Mm. mm -hmm. Balance your receiving by giving freely. Tithing. Tithing. That word that will bring on a hot flash to to, uh, most people faster Mm -hmm. than you could shake a stick. That's right. That's almost as bad. The word tithing is almost as, as bad as saying... You have to conserve energy. 
<laughs> Giving opens the path for more prosperity to come into your life and also acknowledges your higher power as the source of all your good. So today is about giving and receiving. Uh, Stephen is here with us and he is going to be talking about uh, what we need to know uh, and about the time being now for uh, each of us to take action. But I brought you something back. You did? Yeah. Did you bring me a Hawaiian girl? What? Oh, wait, you're going to toss it to me so it can't be that. <laughs> She's in my pocket. Oh, really? Hello. Oh, oh Juno. Little food from the islands. Now you're gonna have to help me. What is this? Lico. You're gonna have to help me with the Hawaiian. I, I don't want to even. I'm gonna butcher it. I'm gonna try it. It's pineapple flavored butter, but there's a Hawaiian name, and it is. Okay. Now, can you imagine pineapple flavored butter? Sounds can you imagine that? Okay. So. <laughs> you're not gonna take oh. a stab at it. Uh, Liko Oh, see, it makes it so easy for you. Because you've been there for like three Lico weeks. Well, not oh, only have Lico I been Lico there, Lico. but I have been staying at friend's house. Now, okay, let me tell you who I've been staying. Oh, he's opening it. Oh, my gosh. There he goes. Oh, it's grub. There you Can go. I take some? I'm going to eat some. All right, mm. there you go. It's good stuff. That's I'm right. pass around if you guys want some. Okay. Let me know. Dip your finger in there. I'm... Because we're about giving. Now, let me tell you about the other thing that I brought back for you. Poppy because stuff? this is... This... <laughs> no. Oh, there's something in it. Yeah. Oh. So this is this is kind of for your new house. Aww. Sort of, kind of, but you know, also because of just being you. Just being me. Just you being you. Aw, a little pumpkin. So I wanted to bring you something back because the, being on the islands and one of the things for those of you that don't know, I was away on a combination of business, um, a combination of family, uh, lots of family things going on. Um, and, you know, as folks get older in your family, I mean, it's really important that we pay attention. And so a little business, a little that, and a little beach time. And uh, I had an amazing experience of living with uh, an individual, Benny, that taught uh, Hawaiian language. She is actually uh, an expert in Hawaiian languages. And if I did not get that right, I know I'd be hearing about it right now. But... Um, so part of this is the aloha, being able to step away from your life and reflect. Part of the reflecting that happens has to do with how are you living your life? Are you living it full out? And are you doing that in a way that doesn't hurt another person or does not hurt the planet? And Stephen Lowe is going to be here today with us talking about the electric car and about the movie and why this is important and why we are passionate about it. Bobby Baxter is on the line with us right now. Bobby, are you there? I am. Good morning. Because we're going to be doing, asking you all that are listening, a couple of questions throughout the show. And as we ask those questions, and it's a little quiz, it's going to be a little bit of information about, uh, uh, you know, the vehicle itself, about the, um, the usage, uh, what people do, well, how many miles they travel a day. Uh, we're going to be busting, as we say on this show, the myths about electric cars. And we're going to be talking about... Uh, what, you know, what, what, I'll use the word conspiracy. I don't know. Maybe that's a little strong. But it really is important to find out why electric cars are not around today. Of course, we are hearing about um, uh, hybrids, but we are actually talking about plug-ins. And we'll talk more about that. So, Bobby, what are, what are some of the things we're going to give away today? Well, to the people who get the answers right for your little quiz, <laughs> we are giving away a, a CD package uh, of self-hypnosis products from Scott Sulak at changeforgood.com and the winner will get to choose there's 15 titles everything from eliminating TMJ weight control uh, overcoming insomnia living stress-free that's about relaxing and uh, stop smoking and getting over anger depression achieving your goals removing the blocks to your success Ocean Walk, which is all about enjoying exercise. Didn't know that you could get hypnotherapy so that you would enjoy exercise, did you? No, I didn't, but I need to know more about that. Go ahead. I need to know more about that one. Uh, yeah, we'll get you one of those. <laughs> and uh, how to overcome chronic pain, how to overcome panic and anxiety, increase self-esteem. So there's just 15 different titles, and the winners will get to choose four titles. And, and that will be for everyone who gets the, the answers right for the quiz. All right. So we'll be doing that throughout the show today. Let me just give you a little update. Thank you, Bobby. 
You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, let me give you a little update about what we're planning for you this week. We have fabulous, fabulous programming for you tonight. Mary Man and Morrissey, of course, at 5 o'clock for some people. Uh, not everyone will get this, but um, for people in the Seattle area, Mary Man and Morrissey at 5. If you are listening from other places, you can always, always get streaming on this show by going to www. 1150kknw.com. That's our website. Or, that's right. Or www.wwpr1490.com. There you go. Uh, and many, many other ways. So you can listen to the show over the internet. Uh, so as the week progresses, we've got uh, just wonderful things for you. Today, of course, um, Stephen is here with us. We've got lots to talk about. Tomorrow, Mary Hendrickson will be here and we'll be talking about cash flow. Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be here and talking about being allergy free. And as you can tell, I ate something that absolutely did not agree with me. Oh, no. And, and I've got a little allergic reaction going on. Uh oh. So she's going to be like here talking to me about that. And then Kevin Smith will be on BBS Radio later on this week. All of this, of course, is on www.thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com. But let me just say this. Um, we're going to be talking today about electric vehicles. Remember this, EV. That's what we want you to remember today. Uh, Stephen Lowe has been a leader in uh, local efforts here to popularize, popularize electric vehicles. He's been doing this for over 25 years. Now, how do you go from being a General Motors a dealership owner to supporter of electric vehicles? Well, he is going to be talking about that. He, as a matter of fact, Stephen is the president of the local EV club and Seattle Electric Vehicle Association. So we're going to be talking about the evolution of, uh, or the, the, the not so quick evolution of electric vehicles, why it's back, why it's important, how you can plug in and find out more about it. Today's show is to update educate and inform you about this coalition why it's important to keep our cities clean and what each and every one of us can do about it so let's see if we can get behind the movement for evs you're listening to the dr pat show lots to give away today we're going to be asking you some really cool questions right here on the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by we will take a short break and when we come back all of the information that i promise stay tuned we'll be right back Occasional indigestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Call 1-866-NO-BLOAT. That's 1-866-NO-BLOAT. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from. We all have them. Traits in us that make us special, unique. Characteristics that drive us. Some drive in third. Some are in overdrive. Some are in neutral. And others are in reverse. What makes us tick? Why do we do the things we do? Do we change the way we behave? Can we? How? Yes, yes you can. First, we have to embrace who you are and then enhance that in which we see. The Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACEs. Authenticity, Choices, empowerment, and success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. If you want to smooth shift into the right gear, call us toll free 1 866 461 6463. That's 1 866 461 6463. Escape to a world of yarn and teas like no other. Village Yarn and Tea in Shoreline invites you to their haven of creativity and relaxation. Come see the luscious cotton, wool, blended yarns and teas from around the world. Just starting out and need lessons or need accessories for the complete knitting project? Then make Village Yarn and Tea your destination. For more information, see us online at villageyarnandtea.com. Escape to a world of yarn and teas. 
Village Yarn and Tea on Ballinger Way in Shoreline, a place to sip and knit. Want to get out of the rat race and stay out? Let Mary Hendrickson, cash flow specialist from First Horizon Home Loans, show you how. Mary takes 27 years of successful banking and brokering and turns them into stepping stones that pave the way to your financial independence. All loans close for Dr. Pat Show listeners receive a $300 reduction in closing costs. Call Mary today at 425-576-2249 and begin your path to financial freedom. That's 425-576-2249. Introducing a fantastic new breakthrough in oral detoxification from natural cellular defense. It safely removes poisons and heavy metal toxins from the body that may be the cause of many chronic illnesses. It's safe enough for a baby. Presented by CopiousHealth.com. For more information, call 206-423-6596. That's 206-423-6596. CopiousHealth.com. More choices, more topics, more shows. One station. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. everyone you're listening to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by i'm dr pat basilli yep coming to you live monday through friday and we're bringing this message to you today about electric vehicles and i mentioned that Stephen lowe is my guest today uh and i mentioned earlier also that his family um had a, and they were a gm dealership they took on a line of commercially built electric vehicles back in 1980 Stephen is here to talk about what happened in 1980 in terms of where we are today? We have so much to cover today. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Dr. Pat, honored, honored to be here. Yeah, what the, the heck happened? Well, what happened? Reagan got into office. Oh! <laughs> uh, and, uh, no, actually, we sold two electric vehicles the first couple of months. We had them on the showroom floor after the champagne uh, hoopla and the mayor's people and TV cameras and this, that, and the other thing. And then, I don't know, it, it, uh, the gas prices went down, and which is covered in the movie, Who yes. Killed the Electric Car, about why the gas prices went down. And so all the different uh, machinations of uh, conservating fuel and whatnot went out the window and so did the the big demand for electric cars of course the product we had at the time uh, sold for $9,900 which is almost twice as much as the little car sold for in its gas form and uh the batteries we had then are, are about one-fourth as powerful as what we have now, and so the range was limited, the speed was limited to about 50 miles an hour. So it really took somebody that had an environmental bent to, to belly up and buy one. But the people that did enjoyed them. Well, you know, the, what, what is really the issue? I mean, this is the question right now. I mean, I mentioned earlier on the, the, uh, the, the just wide range of movies that are being uh, generated and produced uh, in, in answer to the crisis on our planet. And so this is also another solution. The movie Who Killed the Electric Car? Mm-hmm is uh, a movie, it's really an eye-opener. Oh, absolutely. Because just the title in itself, Who Killed the Electric Car? Really, the question is, who did kill the electric car? Well, uh, not to give away everything, but it's been reviewed over and over again in the press and on radio, but I, I would put it this way. The California Oil Resource Board, which had control of the uh, 2% uh, mandate in California, folded under incredible pressure from uh, oil company lobbies, uh, and the auto company lobbies and um, the lack of demand because of the lack of advertising. I think General Motors had, as you see the movie and as others do, the most wonderful automobile that, that the world has ever seen. And the people that had them just cried alligator cares. They even had a big mass funeral when, they, when General Motors started bringing them back off a lease and would not extend the lease for their customers. These people were so passionate. And uh, you mentioned Chelsea Sexton. She worked for GM, and I hope we can get her on the line soon. Yes. And uh, golly, it's... 
it's just a sad story, but it ends on a very, very hopeful note that uh, this movie and the gasoline crisis is now and the global warming are all kind of coming together, uh, kind of a pimple, and it's uh, bringing people back into the electric vehicle mode with uh, higher tech batteries, uh, faster speeds, uh, longer ranges, and uh, hopefully when the major manufacturers embrace this technology, we'll actually see some uh, electric vehicles or plug-in hybrid vehicles on the showroom floors. That's what we're all hoping for. Well, you know, it's, can, I, can I tell you what is like totally mind-boggling to me? Sure. This is, what's my, this is what really gets me. This is such an important action. Whether it's a hybrid, an electric car, it doesn't matter. What is it going to take, Steve? What is it going to take to make these vehicles affordable? Six dollars a gallon gasoline. I say that tongue in cheek. No, I'm totally there with you. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, it's I kind know. Of, it's, it's, it's kind of a shame. Like, it's, it's kind of a shame, but I think it will take something like that. Or some more uh, environmental news uh, of degradation, rising uh, sea levels, uh, shrinking um, glaziers and stuff worldwide. That kind of thing finally gets, um, if I may use a colloquialism, uh, Joe Sixpack, kind of off his couch and to look at some alternatives. Maybe I don't need a V10 in my pickup. Maybe I can get one of GM's hybrid pickups coming down the line here soon, the next year or so. You know, that kind of thinking. You know, I, I have been so aware since I've started this campaign, I have been so aware of the size of vehicles on the road right now. Oh, God. I am just... And I... And, you know, in Hawaii, where first of all the roads aren't really very wide, I was really acutely aware of how big the vehicles are, and I, I don't understand why. I mean, you it's, know, the, it's marketing. I mean, General Motors has made this thing sexy, and if they'd put that kind of effort to, into uh, smaller vehicles and and environmentally friendly vehicles, we'd be a lot farther ahead than we are now. Okay, so the acronym we're using is EV. Mm-hmm. For electric vehicles, you're going to want to remember that when we open up the phone lines. And um, I, I think also we're using the term plug-ins, and I think that's an important term. I, I think you sh we should oh, spend a minute to tell absolutely. people what that means. Uh, to put it in uh, 50 words or less, uh, you, we all are aware of, of hybrids and how popular they are. I mean, uh, it's put General Motors in a tailspin with the success of Toyota and Honda. Oh. But none of these cars use electric grid power. All the power for all these hybrids comes from gasoline. Now, if, if they got wise and went back to the drawing boards and put a little... Here's the three things that have to be done. First, we have to have a little bigger battery pack, maybe some lithium batteries, which are very powerful. Second, we have to have a way to allow that car to drive in electric mode only. And then thirdly, we have to have a way of charging that vehicle at home for pennies rather than putting dollars into the gas tank. And by doing those three things, most of our city driving could be electric miles. Let's take the example of uh, one of the vehicles that our club has um, transformed. It's a very low-tech. We've only put about $1,000 worth of batteries in there and maybe $3,000 worth of hardware, okay? but uh, And that vehicle, it's a brand-new Prius, can only get about 10 miles of, of pure electric drive. But if his wife drives 20 miles a day and half the time her foot's on the floor and getting gas, gas drive and the other half is electric drive, you know what she's getting? 100 miles per gallon. A hundred miles per gallon. And that's why it's such, a, it's such an easy technology for the majors to like, jump into if they only would. And uh, certain national groups like Plug in America and um, um, Save, Save America. No, I'm getting ahead of myself. But there are grassroots efforts nationwide to push the major manufacturers into, uh, into making plug-in hybrids because it's easy. It's inexpensive, and, you know, you don't need a big infrastructure like uh, we keep hearing about hydrogen fuel cells. I mean, excuse me, hydrogen fuel cells. But to do that, we need hydrogen production. We need hydrogen storage. We need hydrogen places to sell it. We need hydrogen fuel cell cars, which, by the way, are electric cars when you get down to it. But for a plug-in hybrid, all you need is a simple extension cord at home. 
Well, one of the things that I um, I got from the website, and let me just give this to you, www.pluginamerica.com, pluginamerica.com. One of the interesting t- statistics that I got, which I didn't really know, mm-hmm. was that plug-in cars are capable of 50 miles per day. And those cars that are capable of that would meet the needs of 80% of American driving. Oh, I think it's higher than that. I mean, I think the national average, if you look up the government uh, national highway uh, statistics, is something like 32 miles per day. Right. But I've got, I got this from the Plug in America website. And what, it, what, it, what this means is, and this is really important, that these cars are capable, right, of meeting the needs of 80% of Americans. I've been preaching that for 25 years. I mean, people would come to the showroom floor and say, yeah, I like that little electric car, but you can only get 50 miles out of it on a charge? Gee, I don't know. I say, well, you know, the how many miles do you drive a day? Well, 15, 20 maybe. But, you know, once in a while I have to go to Spokane. I said, well, hell, rent a V12 Cadillac that day. Mm-hmm. Once you get out on the freeway and in high gear, the pollution per mile of a gas car under those circumstances is not too bad. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. But don't take that V12 to the to the grocery store for a gallon of milk for crime's sake. That's So anyway, well, that's that's all part of what we're learning. Right. We're learning how to be more mindful of this. Um, we're going to be talking a lot more about this. Of course, we're going to be talking more about the film, Who Killed the Electric Car? Uh, Chelsea, hopefully, will be able to join us. She is what we call the star of that movie, I would say. Oh, I think so. Don't you think? Yeah. And we'll find out why that is, um, along with asking you this question right now. Are you ready for the question out there? We're going to give away some of Scott Sulak's tapes. Uh, we're going to take answers to the question, what does the acronym EV stand for? And what is the title of the new movie out about electric cars? <laughs> either Answer either one of those right. Benny will be on the phones, and uh, we'll take a short break. Or either Benny or Chase. We'll figure out how this is going to work in a minute. But the number to call is Mr. B. Oh, that's my turn, my turn. 1-800-930-2819. Toll free in the nation. 1-800-930-2819. Okay, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, uh, we will talk more about electric cars and electric vehicles. We'll talk more about the movie, of course, Who Killed the Electric Car. And really, the conversation has to be about whether or not we're willing to make this change whether or not we really care enough about the planet to do something about it. And also, we'll be talking about how to bust the myths around electric cars and fuel consumption and the cost. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-452-0404. That's 425-452-0404. NCD, a new oral detoxification product that reduces the effects of environmental toxicity and can help millions across the globe. Natural Cellular Defense is an effective oral detoxifier, a tool in the fight against toxicity. Join our Copious Health team to raise awareness about environmental toxicity and this safe new product. Go to copioushealth.com or call 206-423-6596. That's 206-423-6596. Copioushealth.com. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I would like to help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that honor the dignity of the human spirit, value all life on earth, and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let The Dr. Pat Show be your conduit to a global community of people who could benefit most from your product and service. Join 
Join the buzz, be the buzz, and let our success be your success. For more information, call me, Dr. Pat, at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Join the Dr. Pat Show, the show that is changing the lives of thousands. Men, are there things in your life that aren't working? Do you want change? Have you considered getting help, yet have no desire to dissect your problems? Neuro-linguistic programming is the answer. Powerful, immediate, permanent change without all the talk. Conducted in an atmosphere of strength and focus will put you back in the driver's seat where you belong. If you're ready to take charge of your life, contact Greg Hoskins, certified NLP practitioner, counseling with a purpose. Visit our website at www.theessentialfire.com. You already have the tools you need to live a psychic life, but you don't know how to use them. Let noted medium John Holland show you how during his new 2006 lecture tour. Learn to awaken your psychic strengths. John will help you identify your intuitive gifts through highly interactive exercises. Plus, he will dedicate Friday evening to delivering messages to the audience. See John Holland in Seattle on September 8th through the 9th. For tickets, call 800 654 5126. That's 800-654-5126. Or visit hayhouse.com. That's H-A-Y house.com. 1150-K-K-N-W.com. Your connection to Alternative Talk. 1150 AM. everyone you're listening to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by i am so honored to have my guest today join me in this conversation of course we're talking about electric vehicles and we're not done giving things away uh you'll find out in a minute um, how you can participate because i really want to make sure that everyone out there that's listening to the show has an understanding of the topic and the importance. And, of course, I'm here with Stephen Lowe, and he has shared his perspective and some of the things he's been doing. But right now I have uh, Chelsea Sexton, who is the star of the film, of course, Who Killed the Electric Car. Chelsea, thank you so much for joining the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. Wonderful to be here. All right, so I called you the star of the film, but I think it's going to be really important for you to share why you're the star of the film, and a little bit about what this film is about and why it's important to you. Well, I mean, the, the film certainly tells the story of a particular car and group of cars that were made in response to a law in California. Right. Uh, but the interesting thing about it is it goes on a much bigger journey, and, and certainly it's sort of my life's journey just because I, I worked not only on the GM EV1 project, but I ended up marrying an EV1 technician and, and we dated by fixing cars. And so, I mean, it becomes very much a family story for me. And that's, that's a little bit why there's that character arc in the film, but it becomes such a bigger story of just how hard it is to change the status quo, but also the consequences of not trying. I mean, it's not just a film about a car, which makes it much more compelling than you'd ever think a little documentary like this would be. So, when people ask the question, um, are electric cars really, A, more efficient, B, uh, they, you know, in the long run, long run, they really do help the, uh, the, you know, what we're doing to the planet. What is the response? Because I know, Steve, I know, and Chelsea, I know there's a controversy. Oh, well, I'd like to jump in on that one. A uh, dollar's worth of fuel in a modern gas-powered car puts 80 cents worth of heat out through the radiator and out through the exhaust system. You get about 20 cents at your rear wheels. A pure electric vehicle like the GM EV1 was or others, it's all, it's opposite. It's five times the other way. Mm -hmm. You lose about 20% going in and out of the batteries and in and out of the motor and all the electronics, but you get 80 cents at the wheels. That's got to be more efficient. Right, well Chelsea? Oh, absolutely. I mean, no question. The electric cars are much more efficient. In fact, we describe electricity as the killer app when it comes to cars. And the cool thing is it's not mutually exclusive. I mean, we actually see the next generation of plug-in hybrids coming about where you have one car that combines the best of electric cars with the best of hybrids and gives you one vehicle with 20 or 40 miles of all-electric range and then a backup fuel tank when you need to go longer distances. Exactly. And in the future, we can use not just gasoline but cellulosic ethanol or renewable diesel or any of these other fuels that are currently being worked on. But electricity is ready today, so there's no reason not to start now at least with that. 
Yeah, I told Dr. Pat just moments uh, before you got online, All you, the only infrastructure you need, it's uh, like Felix Kramer's favorite one, all you need is an extension cord. Right. Well, that, you know, out of all of this, that seems to be the most controversial aspect of this. And I wanted to address this issue with both of you, and that is that, you know, electricity is electricity. And if we're not, we're saving on fuel, but at the same time, we're using electricity and recharging the car. And aren't we exact, how did somebody ask me the question? Robbing from Peter to pay Paul. Yeah, so putting far, putting then, the yeah. exhaust out of town here, but uh, and that's that comes up. I I don't know. Hundreds it's got to be the most difficult question on the table. Well, well it's the most common question. I don't yeah. really think it is the most difficult question. And, and what really people are trying to make the case of is something that the oil companies and the auto companies got together right. and put out this huge misinformation campaign that because of the the coal factor on the national grid, and that's what everyone's worried about. Electric cars are somehow actually as polluting or or more polluting, if you listen to the oil companies, than gasoline cars are. And the reality is it's just not true. Right. But it's something that's been bought into by everyone on up to, unfortunately, some of the major environmental organizations. And the truth is, according to the Department of Energy, electric cars or plug-in cars are roughly 45% less polluting than gasoline cars plugged into the national grid. And some areas, obviously the western coast among them, are even cleaner because we rely less on coal than some of the more eastern areas. Uh, and that's according to the Department of Energy. So the other interesting factor about all of this is that the current grid capacity can, gen- can support tens of millions of plug-in cars without adding generating capacity because most electric cars are charged at night when the power's off-peak anyway. She's and good. in She's the good. amount of time it would take to get that many cars on the road, more renewables will be added to the grid, carbon sequestration will either prove itself or not, but either way, electric cars are the only kind of cars that will actually get cleaner over time because the grid will get cleaner. Right. You know, I'm crossing off all the things that I want to talk about while she's going on. Chelsea, you're not going to leave me anything to talk about. <laughs> Well, I think the conversation is really important, and you're absolutely right. I, I mean, you know, part of that that debate, it's kind of like you pick something that really hit people in their pocketbooks as well as their hearts. And it's been controversial. Now, we are t- who killed the electric car? We're talking about General Motors, and we're talking about your experience, Chelsea. And I guess what I would ask is, um, without giving away all of the details about the movie, but, of course, let's make sure everyone knows... Uh, that the movie is playing in town. How can they find out more about the movie? What, what's the website? The website is whokilledtheelectriccar.com, and you can actually go find out lots more information, not just about the issue, but plug in your zip code, and it'll tell you the closest theaters that are playing the film. Right. Okay, so uh, we gave out a few statistics earlier in the show, and I'm going to ask you this question right now, and, the, and you're going to be able to call in, and we're going to give you a... Um, uh, a tape of Scott Sulak's. The question is, really, um, and I guess this is something that I mentioned earlier, how many miles do Americans drive per day? How many miles do Americans drive per day? Uh, That's on the average, right? On the average. Is it, this can be multiple choice, is it uh, less than 50 miles? Is it more than 50 miles? Okay. The number to call in, and we've got things. Chase is going to be, uh, Chance is going to be answering the phone. Uh, the number to call in is, Benny? 1-800-930-2819. Toll free, all over, 1-800-930-2819. Log that in. Speed dial number one. Mom's number two. Remember that. All right, we have to make sure Chance has the right answer to that. Uh, and let's give out the website, because I think this is a really important movie for people to see. And to find out what is going on in order to block us, at least in this country, from having the, the opportunity to make decisions about what's best for us. So what are the websites? Well, there's, uh, there's the EAA, which is good, and they have uh, 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 links to uh, the Plug-In America and all these other websites. So that would be eaaev.org. Uh, for all the Seattle listeners, there's uh, SeattleEVA.org. That's S-E-A-T-T-L-E-E-V-A.org. And, of course, you gave, you've given them uh, Plug in America already. And um, let's see. Chelsea, who, who, what would be another good one? 
I think those are great places to start, and most of them serve as clearinghouses for more information, so right. people can go explore what they're most interested in. Now, who decided to make this movie? Uh, Chris Payne, the director, actually decided to make it, but it was an interesting thing because, truly, we all kind of went through this process and watched this story unfold and waited for someone to come tell this story. I mean, it was such a truth is stranger than fiction thing that was occurring. We kept waiting for a PBS frontline or 60 Minutes or someone Somebody. to take it on. How about Michael Moore? Oh, I tried to get a hold of him and say, Michael, you ought to do a story on the EV1 and how it's disappearing. But he never answered. He, I think he's busy doing something on, on pharmaceuticals. Right. And so as time went on and no one was covering this, and yet cars are being taken away, and then they started to rush, rush. We ended up a few years ago staging a funeral, and it's sort of a last-ditch effort to get some media around the story and get someone to tell it. And the media did cover it, but mostly it was covered as, you know, electric car drivers bid fond farewell to their cars and get ready for a new generation of fuel cells. And we just sort of sat back and went, wait a minute, that's not the story at all. Yeah. And so Chris decided, you know what, forget it, I'll just make this film myself. And so he did, and he went, started down the path and made a trailer and started shopping it around and then got involved with Dean Devlin, who is a, a huge Hollywood producer, mostly sort of summer blockbuster stuff, had never but done a documentary, but had had one of these cars. And that was one of the most amazing things is just what I did, a diverse group of people, that one little car knit together and sort of combined. And uh, they went through the process, and three years later, we have a film. So tell, why don't you share a little bit about the film so that our listeners have a sense of what they're getting ready to go see. Well, it is a documentary, but the cool thing about it is it's framed as a murder mystery. And yes. there are seven suspects, and they all played a particular role in killing the electric car. Six of those suspects come out guilty, and you have to go to see the film to see who, who doesn't. Um, and there are a couple that, that they didn't even have time to show. That was one of the most frustrating things. Is there were a couple hundred good hours of, of story to tell, and they got it down to 91 minutes. So it's very concise. It's very entertaining. It's a smart film. But one of the things, however you come down on Michael Moore movies, one of the things that he did is that he sort of raised the bar in the entertainment factor. And so people have come to expect when you go to see a documentary, you're going to learn something, but you're also going to be entertained. And this absolutely has it. And when we joke, it's the only film in creation that has both Phyllis Diller and Mel Gibson in the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> Say, uh, Chelsea, uh, you know, the, the thing with uh, Mel Gibson uh, reminded me, I was trying to get this uh, wired down earlier this week. The questions that were asked in the questionnaire that the the hoops that people had to jump through to even get a chance at leasing one of these cars. Uh, I would have loved to have had a copy of that to read some of the more arcane, ridiculous questions that people were asked. Do you know of any that you could just talk off your top of the head? Well, really what he was referring to was less a particular set of questions and more just the persistence that it took to get past the Saturn retailer and to an EV specialist and get a car that unfortunately was no longer being made a few years before they actually ended the program. In, in Mel Gibson's case, we tried to make it so the drivers didn't have to work as hard as we did, but I did have to work pretty hard to get him a car, and, and everyone's sort of used to celebrities getting things for free and that kind of stuff. And in this instance, not only did they have to pay for them, but they had to work really hard to get them, and I wrote a lot of case statements and resumes and sort of justifications on why we sent somebody a car okay. because Jim had been so reticent. All right, well, hold on. Hold on to that. We're going to hear more about that. Let's take a short break when we come back. More with Chelsea Sexton and Steve Lowe about EVs. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. My name is Veronique Raskin. I founded the Organic Wine Company 25 years ago. If you love wine and have not tried our French wines, you are in for a treat. Nowadays, people everywhere are buying organic fruits and vegetables because they know they taste better. Organic grapes are so luscious. When turned into wine, you can really taste the difference with every sip. So our wines are delicious and eco-friendly. So I want to make it easy for you to try them out. Call me right away at 1-888-ECO-WINE and I will send you three of my favorite organically grown French wines at half off the regular price. That's just $25 per shipping. Isn't that magnifique? I think so. If you don't share my enthusiasm, I'll gladly refund you money. So take me up on my offer and call me at 1-888-ECO-WINE. E-C-O-W-I-N-E. Au revoir. 
New Spirit Journal is a publication dedicated to informing, inspiring, uplifting, and amusing you, our readers. Within its pages, you will find articles and resources that make you think, question, and sometimes chuckle. New Spirit Journal provides a forum for living, growing, and learning. Our writers and advertisers have something to share with the rest of the community and are as diverse as the community itself. They are regular people just like you. At New Spirit, we see every day as a new adventure. New Spirit Journal is available at 425 locations from Bellingham to Olympia and the east side. Get your copy today and have yourself an adventure or visit us on the web at NewSpiritJournal.com. Again, that's NewSpiritJournal.com. Occasional indigestion got you down? After meals, do you feel bloated, heavy, tummy hurt? Does occasional heartburn and indigestion or a just plain tired feeling take the energy out of your day? Vital digestive enzymes are needed to properly digest food and E12 provides them all. Customers often report a dramatic life improvement. Call 1-866-NO-BLOAT. That's 1-866-NO-BLOAT. And discover E12 food enzymes, the digestive secret thousands have benefited from more talk less rock come on that's a good thing alternative talk 11:50 a.m. everyone you're listening to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by i'm here with uh Stephen lowe and chelsea sexton and we're talking about the movie who killed the electric car but we're actually talking about a bigger bigger issue much bigger issue and you know for years and years and years we've been silenced in re- silenced in a number of different ways one our voices are silenced and two the information that we get silences us at many many levels and i've asked Stephen and chelsea to come on to share the where are we now where have we been and provide you with some information now i think we said earlier that um you know it's our responsibility each and every one of us uh to step up to the plate to do something about this so the phone lines are open we're still giving things away i want you to tell me what the name of this upcoming movie is benny let's give out the number sounds good there dr pat 1-800-930-2819 1-800-930-2819 all you have to do is name the name of the film let me ask the both of you to really this is your opportunity to say whatever it is that needs to be said and so i'd like to have you both really talk about the film and talk about the call to action ladies first go ahead (laughs) well i think the most basic call to action is it has become really incumbent upon all of us to get more information to not just accept what's handed to us both in terms of product but also in terms of spin and i think that we are as, as a community sort of reconditioning ourselves to ask more questions in the wake of things like enron but at the same time, we're still accepting that what the car makers are saying and what they're making are the best that they can do and that sort of thing without asking a lot of questions about it. So I find that, you know, we certainly have to get the word out about the film. Little films like this live or die in word of mouth. It provides a huge amount of information, and I think that people make better decisions when they have more information. And it's sort of a cornerstone of, of our democratic process anyway. But beyond that, what is more important is what happens after you see this film. And it becomes really important for us to call the automakers and ask for the kind of cars that we want and talk to our policymakers and, and, you know, encourage both mandate and incentive. I mean, however we feel about the role of government, we've learned that in this case, if it had not been for that law in California, we would have never seen production electric cars on the road. And, you know, similarly, it took a lot to get seatbelts and airbags and catalytic converters, and I think it takes a lot to get, you know, some large corporations to act in the best public interest to get that started and then let the market take over from there but we all have to play a particular role and not just stand back and wait for the corporations or the government to do it for us absolutely yeah um, um ralph nader had a, a pivotal 
point to make when he said that uh, in the movie that uh, you know it took laws to get seat belts and airbags. Uh, one of the things I see the auto industry is wasting a lot of uh, talent on is um, is hydrogen fuel cells. And all the major uh, scientific papers that I've read, it's 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 dead on arrival because uh, in five words or less, you've got to have four dollars worth of gasoline to make two dollars worth of hydrogen to sell it to you uh, through a Texaco or Shell station. And, you know, they're going to have us by the you-know-whats for another hundred years if they succeed here. And once you get it into that car, now you've got to turn it back into electricity. We end up with one dollars worth of electricity to pump into this electric car. That's kind of like the long way around. And you could be putting it into modern lithium batteries and getting 80 cents, or I mean 80% of your energy at your wheels. So that's one of the points I always try to make because there's so much uh, press and, and scientific stuff being wasted on fuel cells or fool cells as we like to call them. Well, I think, you know, the the traditional automotive industry models, we're going to make something and then convince you that you want it. Mm. And I think especially the domestic manufacturers are learning that that model has to reverse. We have to ask the consumer what they want and then make it. And at the same time, I mean, this is not at all an anti-corporate message. We would love to see, or at least I personally would love to see, you know, GM and Ford and the others start making lots and lots of money by building cars that we were literally protesting and living on the streets to get to buy and in that process provide jobs back again for you know a hundred or two hundred thousand workers that are already been laid off or in the process of being laid off so this is not a not an all issue of, of expecting automakers to lose money or anything but you know, they do have to evolve the industry a little bit and it's been the same for the last hundred years or so and that's no longer going to work in terms of the status quo so, you know, with all of the, uh, the uh, media, with the, the, all of the media, there really isn't a lot of media talking about this, actually. And it does take people like Michael Moore to bring things to the table and like you. Um, how did you get this film at made? I mean, who was it that came behind you and said, we will support you financially and otherwise to make the movie? Well, I mean, the, the fantastic thing about the car and the process of making the film is that everyone who had one or experienced it wanted to be involved, wanted to talk about Great. it. Um, and Dean Devlin really stepped up when Chris decided he wanted to make this film and not only said, yes, absolutely, I will support you, and, and all of his different industry contacts from having made you know, little films like The Patriot, Independence Day, and Godzilla. <laughs> he certainly had some resources, but he also financed that film single-handedly because he so believed that the story needed to be told, and no one was telling it. And... and even in the process of, of promoting the film, we've had some interesting experiences where we've been on radio shows and been barred from talking about certain automobile companies because they're the sponsors or, you know, been censored in different ways or had, you know, in the interest of balance, we had CNBC run just amazing, you know, lower third chirons across the interviews that were just absolute, you know, blatant lies that were put out by the car companies. But they didn't ask the question. They just took the GM press release and reprinted it with asking no questions whatsoever. So it's been an interesting experience, either the lack of media coverage or the, the weird media coverage, I guess, um, not just in trying to tell the story of the car in the first place, but even in the film. And to add sort of a, a weirder twist to the whole thing, GM themselves have gotten involved in the media and started taking out full-page ads against the film. And they've gone to Google and and purchase the sponsored links, not just for the keywords of the film, but for all of us in it. So if you Google any of us that are in the film, the first sponsored link that comes up is, is a GM rant on their website about what they claim are the true facts behind the story and different things. So it's become such an interesting you know, struggle to get this story told even you know, 10 years later. Well, I'm glad to know that we have absolutely... Uh, gotten their attention, and uh, you know, Steve, you want to say something in well, parting I, I here real quick? Well, I think with all the uh, with all the, the Hollywood involvement and all the people that love that car, let's hope it gets a good Oscar nomination, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's already gotten a couple suggestions to that fact by Hollywood Reporter and Variety. Yeah. All right, you know what? It it gets an Oscar from us. <laughs> Thank you. There I, you I've go. I've only seen it three times, and we're going back for a fourth. And, and I know the the whole team is going. The Thank patty you. award. The patty we're award. The patty award. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Leave it to my main producer, Benny. Thank you both for joining the show today. Awesome, well, thank you awesome, very much. awesome. Thank you. Um, and thank you all for listening. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. But before we go, Benny. 
we have Carol Barbos. Tip of the week, don't we? You're going to want to hear this one, baby. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. Thank you so much for joining the show today. And uh, both the best to you. And please let us know how we can support you both, Steve and uh, Chelsea. Here we go.